following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And before we get into today's episode, here is a message from our sponsor. Music video, I can't see it. If the music don't sound good, who cares what the picture looks like? Then Pioneer gives me their laser disc player. It's a video turntable that works with a laser beam, and that laser beam makes all the difference, they tell me. I'm a little skeptical, but I listen. I listen to Flash Dance. I listen to Duran Duran. I listen to Raiders of the Lost Ark. I even listen to me, and I sound good. I sound better than good. Fact is, the stereo on the Pioneer laser disc is as good as anything I ever heard on my stereo. And according to the experts, the picture blows videotape away. <laughs> now, who am I to argue? The Pioneer laser disc brand video disc player. Video for those who really care about audio. I like it so much, I got one for my friend George Sherry. For the laser disc dealer nearest you, call 800-621-5199. All right, so it is movie review time. No Marley. She must be spent from talking about all those Halloween specials. The Halloween specials. The Halloween specials. Uh, So we only have Jack today. So Jack, how are you doing? I am doing well, very well. I'm exhausted, but I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm a little little exhausted. I just found out yesterday that I have uh, come accustomed to Texas weather and yesterday was like 68 degrees and I was like wow it's kind of chilly out here it's cold out here yeah <laughs> so, it was uh it was like 68 here and I was like this is awesome this is warm like I could go swimming I was outside playing catch with my son and I, with my sons and their little friend and I was like man it is it's it's chilly it's brisk yeah <laughs> brisk in Texas out here we can't do this right now. Can we get can we go back? We get some hoodies going on, like Jesus. Yeah. All right. So we did. We uh, we watched it, the nineteen ninety version of it, the TV miniseries. Now, did you? I know you sent me a message. Like, yeah, not this thing was three hours long. Did you? Re- did you know this was a TV miniseries before? No idea. Okay. Not even a little bit. I just thought it was just a long ass movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, television you, channels would have to block like five hours for this movie because obviously commercials and all that. Oh, it's huge back in 1990. Yeah. I don't remember this like coming out. I think this was one of those. It was like nine, ten o'clock type miniseries. So I don't remember this. And I was probably in bed or right. told to go to my or I was told to go to my room because it was bedtime. My mom kind of treated bedtime as like last call at a bar. You don't have to right. go home, but you can't stay here. So like you don't I, have to go to bed, but you have to go to your room type thing. Yeah. 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 I'm done with you guys. <laughs> My day is done. For real. So 
before we get into it, let's do a roll of kind of the TV preview of it. I have your worst dream come true. 30 years ago, it began to kill. They found it and they faced it. We stopped it. We thought we did. Now, it's back right on schedule. Stephen King's miniseries of ultimate fear. John Ritter. Harry Anderson. Richard Thomas. I'm not afraid of you. What the hell are you gonna do now? Sing Kumbaya? Take your pick. It is coming. Stephen King's amazing book. Now, a two-part miniseries. I don't believe in you. It. Coming soon on two. Bring your friends. All right. So what is your first impressions of this? Um, so I saw this movie a while ago. Actually, I saw it when I was down. I was just browsing YouTube and I'm a horror buff. So I was like, I'm looking for like a really good, scary movie. And YouTube had this entire movie on it at the time. I don't remember how old it was. I want to say like 13, 14, maybe. Um, if not younger than that. And which is why I messaged you that I didn't remember that it was three hours long because I was just, I was a kid and I was just, whatever. Like I played video games all the time. So watching a movie on YouTube is like, whatever, this is easy. So my first impression then was like, this movie is great. Like obviously it's a very scary for people that don't like clowns, but I I don't mind them. I know a lot of people hate them and I don't get it. Um, so I, th- I mean, I like the movie. I like the movie a lot. I think it flows pretty well too. Like I said, I didn't I didn't see this back in 1990, but my friend had it on lovely VHS before YouTube, and he was like, "Hey, you gotta watch this." Yeah, and it freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie, it freaked me out. I think I was probably around the same age when you first watched it, but it freaked me out. Maybe a little bit older. Yeah, but I mean, I was, it's definitely a freaky movie for sure. What from watching it as a kid to watching it now did you notice like there's no blood yeah like, other than where they're showing blood but if somebody gets killed there's no there's blood. like nothing there's no yeah. blood there's no overwhelmingly gory parts but yet it's such a freaky movie at the same time i think it's just pennywise himself is just very freaky i think tim curry just does a fantastic job at portraying the freaky weird clown that he should be that's that's the only thing i could think of too like we're watching it i'm going through what i remember as a kid to watching it as an adult i'm like this is it's still freaky but it's not as freaky as it was when i was younger but you notice that tim curry plays such a such a great role in it and the way that he plays pennywise makes you legitimately scared without actually having to see any gory crazy parts at all now did you realize this was a pretty big uh star-studded cast other than tim curry i did not no like i don't i can't even remember any of the names that are on there like john ritter Uh, i don't know i don't know who he played uh none of them even looked familiar to me unfortunately john ritter except for seth green unless that wasn't even seth green yeah that was seth green Perfect. He's the only one I got. The only one. Really? Come on. Fortunately, yeah. 
All right. They're, they're kind of like minor movie stars, but big TV stars. Like John Ritter. You've ever heard of Three's Company? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was he was the lead in Three's Company. And okay. like, uh, what who was who was he in? He was Ben. He was older Ben. Old Ben. Okay. Old, old Ben Kenobi. Not old Ben Kenobi, but old Ben. Got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it a minute. minute no, I, you're fine. You're minute, fine. minute I heard old Ben, I had to say old Ben Kenobi. It's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, okay. We got to say old Ben Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> Harry Anderson. Uh, Night Court. I don't know. Nope. Okay. Familiar. Night Court. Uh, if he was the judge of Night Court and... If you're a fan of Cheers, he was what was his something hat Harry? Oh, hard hat. No, it was Harry the Hat. Oh, Harry the Hat. That's he like was the bar con man, and after a while, there's one episode where Norm just walks up to him and goes, "Here's ten dollars because I know you're gonna, t- <laughs> I know you're gonna take it from me anyways, or I'm gonna owe it to you anyways by the end of the night." Right. So I mean, those were the ones that I that I saw, other than Seth Green. But then again, I'm older than you, so thanks for making me feel old. Um, You're welcome. Anytime. So, oh no, the the one kid, what's his name? Where's the younger kids? I forgot his name. The kid that plays younger Bill. Oh my God. What? He was. In, he's in a lot. Yeah. He's like in every '90s movie known to man. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Bradley. No, he, he looked familiar. Oh, he died. What? Pennywise get his ass? No, no, I don't know what he. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jonathan Bradis. Interesting. How old was he? Because he was young in the nineties, obviously. Uh, twenty-seven years old. That's that's pretty damn young. Wow. Oh yeah, because he was in Ladybugs and Sidekick. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think if you ever seen Ladybugs or Sidekicks. I don't think so, but. Typical 90 movies. All right. So let's get back to it. Starts out. Uh, little girl gets killed. Nice little thing. Nice little thing. Little girl gets Nice killed. little thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the part that we all remember is Georgie going up to the sewer grate. Yes. Georgie with the boat. The SS Georgie. Was that really what he called it? I, kind of think, I think so. I don't know if he called that or Bill called that before he sends him outside, but. That is, I, I'm probably going to be comparing this one to the other one. That is probably the only part from the original that could be kind of, or from the remake, the only part from the remake compared to the original that could probably be on par with anything in this movie for pure creepiness. But that, that is where we get to see the magical powers of Pennywise. Yeah. You get to see him in the sewer with a balloon. My my confusing thing was, I mean, I've seen the remake too. I've, I just don't want to get too much from that one, but like all the balloons are red in the remake, all of them. And in this one, he has every color. Like he doesn't even care. Like the first one you see is him with the yellow balloon in the sewer. Was it yellow? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, eighty percent sure. But would you, but would you honestly interact with the clown? Well, I'm talking to Jack. Sorry, I don't see myself interacting with the clown in the sewer. If I was like Georgie's age, I want to say, well, like six, I never put his age out there, but like, yeah, six years old. No, I see a dude in a sewer. I don't even care if you're a clown. I don't care who you are. I'm not talking to you if you're in a sewer, unless you're like Master Splinter. Yeah. If you're Master Splinter, I'll talk to you. If you're not, I'm not talking to you. He could probably could have done that. 
transform that's true. to a ninja turtle and be like, hey, I'm a ninja turtle. That's true. Why don't you uh come down here and hang out with me? Right. But he didn't. That's the thing. If it was a clown, I'd be like, nah, 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 son. I'm not talking to this dude. But he got him. Got him. Freaking Georgie. All because he wanted his boat back. Like he couldn't just be like, hey Bill, can you make me another boat? That thing probably took five minutes. You fold up a piece of paper a couple of times, put some wax on it, you're good. Oh, is that what you do? <laughs> Apparently. Remember that he had to grab the ceiling wax from the basement and he was scared oh, to go downstairs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, now you know. Yeah. They all float down there. They all float. They all float. The The kids, though, were pretty entertaining. I think that's where the, where the bond comes in after the whole death of Georgie. Each one kind of has their own experience and everything else with it. And the kids are pretty amazing. Which kid was... You, stood out as your favorite i you know i like stan and i it's funny because like he was like the last one to see him like they talk about it a little later on like stan was the last one to see it he never wanted to believe it and when he grows up and he like calls back i don't know if he commits suicide in the tub or if like it gets to him in the tub because like it's written on the wall we'll get to that in a second when they grow up but stan was just my favorite and the funniest thing was stan and richie looked way older than all the other ones than the other five i was like what's going on here <laughs> stan especially he just looked like he was like 13 12 maybe and the other kids looked like they were like eight nine like normal and i was like, this is weird uh, yeah because seth green is 47 years old right he was made what about 30 years ago 31 yep so he's like 16 playing a 12 year old jesus see like things like that like what I don't understand why they don't just grab a 12-year-old. Or like 13, maybe, to play that age. Where like they age off of it. Like, there's still people that are in, like, their 30s playing high school in, like, movies. I'm like, what's going on here? Well, that was one. R.I.P. Luke Perry. He was, like, 27 years old playing, like, a an 18-year-old in Beverly Hills, 90210. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's just crazy. But it's easier to cast them. You find that's somebody true. that looks younger. Yeah. But like Zach Efron, he was doing like Neighbors and Neighbors 2 in his 30s, I think. Like, oh. I mean, he's still in his 30s. but Was he really? I thought he was like... Yeah. I mean, he might have been like, definitely not college age, I should say. Like, he was definitely older than college, because I'm pretty sure he was 20 when he was doing High School Musical. No, it's Zach Efron? Yeah. How old is this? Now we're getting off topic, but yeah, let's, let's look this up quick. We get... Well, this is all part of the movie, though. Right. Like, the believability of the characters. Yeah, because Zach Efron's 30. Okay, he's 33 now. So, so my question is, all right, while you're doing math. Right. We did see him in school once. Was Richie in, them in the classroom? Um, That's something I can't. I can't remember. I want to say no. Maybe Richie. Wait, no, I, yes. I, I cannot recall. That's the only okay. thing I can't remember. Right. Okay, so Neighbors came out in 2014. So he's 33 now. So seven years ago, he'd been 26. He'd been my age. So definitely past college age. Because <laughs> he's playing a senior. But he's got, I think his character is more believable than Seth Green being. Well, even Seth Green's, though, kind of small. I think that's the other reason why. Yeah, no, that's true. Short stature and because, like, senior in college, you're, what, 18, 19, 21? Well, if you do a four-year. So, like, 
21 to 26. Like, I guess you can get that. If you're going to go neighbor's route, maybe it took him a little bit longer. Maybe it's the whole Tommy boy thing. Maybe. That's true. Or Van Wilder. They just don't leave school. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't go to college until 20. And then he was 24 as a senior. You know, who knows? So you're, you're, so you enjoyed Stan out of all the, I love, dude, I love Stan. Love Stan. Who's the yeah. most? Who's the most relatable to you? You would think relatable to me. I'd be um, Richie for sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I would probably be. My favorite is Richie. Yep. Is Richie just because he's the jokes they're most relatable to? Uh, probably Richie or Ben. Yeah. Fair. I'll get. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. But it's kind of. I, I didn't like Bill. I I didn't. I don't even like an old Bill. Like Bill was my least favorite character in the entire show. He's just so boring. Was he boring, or did you feel like there was a a pompous to him, like some kind of little, uh, not so much? I don't know. Like he was almost better than all of them, but not in a way. That's how he. No, yeah. I mean, he took he took the leadership role, at least tried to. I mean, he did rather, I should say. But I could I could see that too. But I didn't like I didn't like him at all. Would you want to be the leader of the? Of the losers club? No, absolutely not. I'm a winner. You're, I'm a goddamn winner. Jack's a winner. He's not a member of the loser club. Right. Absolutely not. I love it how seven, the, nah. It's just me. I love how there's only one girl in the whole entire Right. Thing. Like wouldn't you think she'd be like, yo, can we get another girl around here? Yeah. Well, none of the well then again, none of the girls liked her because she was the what was it the poor, poor side of the neighborhood. Yes. Of dairy. Yeah. She was on the poor side. She's like 12 years old and her father's like accusing her of doing like the craziest things imaginable with boys and everything else. Right. Like, dude, I'm 12. Like, I don't even know what a boy is. Relax. And how come we never saw Mike's dad? I think we saw pretty much everybody's parents or some, or they were mentioned, but Mike's dad was mentioned, but you never saw him. Yeah. You know, that's, that's confusing because you don't. Because you st- you definitely see Bill's parents, um, Eddie's parent, Eddie's mom at least. Yeah. Bev's dad. Um, Mike Hanlon's. I don't think we see Hanlon's yeah, parents. Oh no, that's Mike. No, sorry, yeah, I was I, I was going based on last name. That's Mike. Oh, you don't see Eddie's parents either. Oh no, you see Eddie's mom. You uh, see Eddie's Rich- mom, yeah. Richie. Mike Hanlon did mention his dad in the classroom when he was giving that presentation. Mm-hmm. I already said it. My dad and I moved to Derry, and like he had that like history presentation thing. I love the the pictures in that book of just like something bad, and then there's like the clown somewhere, right? Just the Pettywise is like drawn in <laughs> when they're all uh when they're all looking at the book, and like he just makes the picture come to life as a video, yeah. and he's just doing backflips. It just it was awesome. There's Oh, was it? I was gonna draw a comparison to Harry Potter, but not in that point. It was one of one of the other points. I can't remember. I'll see what comes back to my head. But yeah, that was that was awesome with that. But their own all oh, that's where the Harry Potter point came into. The whole thing with Ben, where his father died in Korea. Right. And then all of a sudden he's gotta like live with the aunt and his cousins like 
such a dick to him the whole entire time. Like <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, this is giving me Harry Potter vibes. And Yo, she's, for real. You just gotta be nice to them. Like, you no, just, I don't. Yeah. Damn it, screw you. <laughs> oh, that, that kid pissed me off so much when he was like, the only reason why you're living here is because my mom because mom says it's our Christian duty. I would have I would have slugged him oh, too. Geez. Oh yeah, for sure. I would have beat the crap out of him. I think that kid was I'd have so, read the baseball bat. I think that kid was more annoying than the bully. Hands down. Uh, than Bowers? Yeah, than Bauer. Oh, but I dude, think, Bowers was great. He maybe not great, but he would No, he was freaking great. You enjoyed Bowers? I did. I was like, that's that's the dude. Like that's like if I'm not the main character in the movie. Yeah. Like I know we'll get to like who do you want to be in the movie in yeah. a second, but like Henry Bowers is the dude I want to play. He just has a fun role. Like obviously he's got to be the okay. bully, he's got to be the dick, but like he's just a fun. Like that'd be an awesome role to play. Yeah, I think he, he did go over the top a couple of times that I liked when his friends were like calling him out, like when he was about to carve pig into Ben, and he's like, "Are yeah. you, you really gonna do it?" He's like, "Yeah, he's gonna learn a lesson." I'm like, "Whoa, this is some serious <laughs> stuff going on." Yo, this kid, this kid's doing it. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, could somebody come along? Is there anything? Right. That the he didn't, but that was probably the craziest part. I like it when they're when they're like, we're gonna we're gonna destroy this thing. We're gonna kill. I love it how because I have one of those wacky pop culture minds too, kind of like the whole Ben Kenobi thing. When yep. he said old Ben. Uh they were like, Hey, silver kills werewolves. Let's just get some silver, melt it down, and shoot it with a slingshot. Because that'll work. Which is funny, because later, Richie, or no, not Richie. Oh, no, it was Richie, Seth Green. Um, he probably grabbed the, the silver earrings because he saw it as a werewolf in the basement. That's right. That's, so that would make sense. That's why he was thought that way. And I'm pretty sure he was the one that grabbed the earrings, right? Yeah, I think they all tried to grab some type of silver, I thought. Yeah, well, because they're doing that uh that shooting with the cans, and then Richie goes, I think it was Richie. Richie goes, these are my mom's earrings. They're silver. And if I was his mom, I'd be like, yo, where are my awesome silver earrings at? <laughs> Richie's got them with his broken glasses. Yo, for real. And why does Beverly have the best shot? Like when they're doing that, like shoot the can thing off the on the in their dam that they made. Why, why does Beverly she, have the best one? Why can't she have it? She can, but like. I'm just confused. Well, Richie, like, what, what did she do? Because her dad didn't let her do anything. So how does how did she get that practice where she's like, "Yeah, hey, I got ten out of ten. What up?" Maybe natural ability. That's true. That's Good true. eyesight. She's not razzled like the other ones. Fair. Because I like that big Ben didn't shoot. He just like, man, he's like, I got so something on your shoot. Why would you? What if he got all ten? Now they got now they got to have a shootout. Yeah, now they're going to, so what? They're going to just keep on shooting at cans? Why can't they both have a sling? He had two silver earrings. Might as well both shoot them. Because they probably only have one slingshot. Well, you make another one with a stick and a rubber band. Like, it's not that hard. That's probably how they made the first one. Killing an interdimensional being here. Right. Yeah, just. Interdimensional being, but yeah, let's just go kill it. Like, yeah, we got it. We're a bunch of kids. Like, we'll go kill this thing. I think there was. (sighs) All right. There's probably a metaphor behind it where Beverly is so beat down from her father and beat down from all the other girls in the neighborhood and school and 
you know, little town and everything else that it's like this hidden ability that she knows that she didn't have and that she can channel. I could see that. You, you get what I'm saying? Like that, this was like her empowering move to kind of like show her that she has the power inside of her to do something other than just being like this person that just lays down and takes a beating. I could, no, that makes sense. That's the only thing that With all I, the trauma that she has in her life that yeah. she has something going for. Her. That's fair. Yeah. And I think that's why she needed to, to face it because this way she could stand up to her overpowering boyfriend and stuff of that nature. So that way she's empowered and she realizes she's stronger as a woman than what she thinks she is. I can see that. That makes sense. Like a Ripley. She can at least do something. Yeah. Like a Ripley role. Okay. From like alien or aliens. Yeah. She's the empowered woman of this movie. Okay. Because it's really lacking female characters too. It is. I'm pretty sure she's the only one. Minus that one girl that like scoffs at her in school. Yeah. And then like a librarian with a brief part or anything like that. Yeah. Eddie's mom. Yeah. Which is weird because when he was older, she looked younger than when they did the flashback to when he was a kid. Did you, did you catch that too? Yeah, I caught that. I was like, what is happening here? And where is his dad? And where is she getting all this money for prescriptions and stuff? Right. That's the that's the only thing I was thinking of. Was like, Maybe he's just working. He's just busy working. Yeah, but where do, when does he step in and be like, listen, the kid doesn't have asthma. The kid doesn't have this. I don't know. Maybe he just, Maybe the dad just doesn't care. Or well, he's just too busy working. He's just like, Psh. Yeah, that's I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because I don't think Eddie ever mentions his dad, right? No. No. And I, kn- I knew. Like, I, I forgot from watching it the first time. I knew that the moment did the Eddie's scene when he was an adult, I knew it was going to be his mom screaming at him. Like, Eddie, where are you going? What are you doing? What's going on? Who's on the phone? Blah, like, mom, shut up. I'm an adult. I am 38 years old now. That's what I loved about those scenes with it was like I said in the beginning, or with Pennywise, is that they were scary and creepy without the the crazy gore or like blood and injury other than like the blood coming out of the sink but like blood and like you seeing the injury like i've been watching some right. horror, horror movies and you got nightmare on elm street where the blood just shoots out from the bed and everything else but with this right it's, it's creeped me out but yet there wasn't any of that stuff that should react to my brain going, you know what? This is, this is creepy because this ain't right. It was just like, this ain't right. And that's why it's creepy. That's fair. A lot of the things weren't right. Like the balloons popping with blood everywhere. Yeah. I liked looking at their faces in the library. Like when the balloon comes up and pops in their face, like how they flinched like a little bit. Cause like, you know, that you know, they can't like, you know, like they're not supposed to see it, but like the actor like has to like flinch. Cause I think they actually pop a real balloon in front of them, I would assume. Yeah. On set. So like that. Yeah. I love that. The one up the one up the stairs. She's like reading the book and all of a sudden you just see her face move back. And yep. then it goes right back in. It was the best. So they go on. They beat it the first time as kids, but I don't think they really beat it. And then no. Bowers gets in, sees the deadlights and yep. him and Belch. 
Wait, what? Because Bauer Bauer makes it out alive, and he's got the white hair, and then he confesses to killing all the kids. Right. And then they get old. They make the pack. Would you have made the pack to go back? No, absolutely not. Are, so that's probably why you like why you like Stan because Stan was like, no, nah, Stan's like, I'm out. Yeah, like screw this. <laughs> Stan was like, I mean, well, as a kid, didn't you see him? He was, la- I think he was the last one to put his hand in. Yeah, he was. He was like, eh, and like, eh, whatever. I'd be, I wouldn't say the pack because, like, I don't know what I'm doing in 30 years. Well, I mean, I they didn't know that it was me 30 years, but like, I don't know what I'm doing. What if I was busy? Like you, like you expect me to drop everything because of a, a promise I made when I was 12. Like I can't remember a single promise I made when I was 12 right now. I probably made them. I don't know what they are. I probably owe somebody something. But they did. And I don't know if they're trying to show like the town did have a curse on it. Cause you notice how they all became like crazy successful. Bill's the yeah. screenwriter and author and Richie's the big time comedian. Ben is like this engineer Beverly's some type of, I think, ad or fashion executive. Yeah, fashion designer, yep. What was the other one? Eddie Bill. owns his own, own limo service. Nice. And I forgot what Bill did. Bill's the writer. He Or not Bill, sorry, Ben. Ben's the engineer. They never talk about what Stan did. Right. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, his, his scene was so short. Yeah. It was Bev, Bill, Mike. I don't know. Yeah, we got him. Mike stayed behind and he yeah. was a librarian. <laughs> great success. Great success, Mike. I mean, granted, he, I mean, he took care of the whole bill from that restaurant they went to for all yeah. six of them. Yeah. It has to have some sort of money out there. Maybe he owns the library or like head librarian. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe he saved us. Dad died, left them big. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to stay in dairy and become a librarian. He's going to stay in dairy of all places. Yeah, I almost died when I was eight years old. I'll stay here. It's yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, the, he's, he's like the watchman of it. Yeah. Which is funny. I'm like, what? what is going on? Like, like, hey, it's Mike Hanlon. Like, the way he just, he answered the phone. Hey, it's Mike Hanlon. It's back. Are you coming? Like, at, at least say, how have you been? Like, at least have like a normal conversation. Don't be so cryptic about it. Maybe he just wanted to get to the point. I, I mean, I would, but at the same time, like, you can't just be like, hey, uh, hey, Andrew, um, yeah, that thing from 30 years ago. Yeah, we have an issue again. So, yeah, you're coming, though, right? Like, <laughs> I love it how Stan's like, all of a sudden, he's like, I'm going to go take a bath. He gets. The- yeah, like, like they're about to have sex or whatever. And he's like, he just gets the phone. Go, who's on the phone? Nobody. I'm just going to take a bath. Like, what? I'm going to take a bath. No, you, you go back to that couch and you finish that job and then you take a bath. <laughs> and I love the fact too that before his wife comes finds him in the bathtub dead she's like bringing him a beer and I'm like that is so awesome. He's like, right? she's like he's, he's going to take a bath. Huh. You know he probably would like a nice beer. He needs a beer in that bathtub. Absolutely. Get him a beer. I was like that is absolutely amazing. That's probably why I missed the whole it thing that you said yeah. in blood is because of because the beer, of the beer. I'm like, wow, that is so amazing. It's like, that is so nice. It's like a girl watching a romantic comedy and they're like, oh, why don't you do that? I'm thinking to myself, why does my wife ever just go get me a beer if I'm going to go take a bath or a shower and be like, here's a beer. 
Right. Here's a shower beer. Yeah. Take a load off. You know, I'm going to ask Marley to make me a, a shower captain at some point. Because I don't drink beer. I drink Captain and Coke. So I'll be like, yo, Marley, I'm going to take a shower. Can I get a Captain and Coke ready? You can just have that ready for or bring it to the shower. That's fine. You should just show her that part. Be like, what do you think about this? And see if she picks up on the <laughs> wife bringing in the beer. What do you think about this scene? This these three minute long scene. Like, yeah. what do you think about this What's going on? Here? You got to kind of do it subconsciously, because if you just show her it and be like, well, why don't and you say it, you'll be like, well, why don't you do that for me? So you got to kind of ease it in and subconsciously. Yeah. I'll be like, this was my favorite scene. Andrew and I talked about it again. And like, I just wanted to reiterate why this was my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned that there was it in the bathtub. Like, it, yes. After he died. Yeah, it was just like, it was him. I'm pretty sure he probably slid his wrist because like his wrist was on the wall and the wall was full of blood. And it just had the word it in blood right past his hand. So I'm assuming that he just wrote it on there to blame everybody but himself. I don't know. Yeah, I think he wrote it. Or maybe, I think he wrote I don't it. Think, yeah, because I don't think Pennywise got to wherever he was at. No, because if that was the case, he would have been going at him. You know, from the get-go, probably be like, these damn kids shot silver at me. I'm going to go. I'm going right back at them. Yeah. I also didn't like the fact that, like, they shoot the silver and his head explodes yeah. that side. But, like, 30 years later, there's, like, no mark or anything there. Well, he's an interdimensional being. Well, yeah, that's true. But, like, still, at least play the part where, like, hey, remember what you guys did to me? Or, it, or technically, actually, it could be scarier that. He's not that they're like that. He's fine. It's just like, you guys didn't do crap. You guys yeah. suck. So they're like, we mentioned, they all go back to the wonderful world of dairy. Dairy, Maine. Yep. And the he guy is. that, the guy that played Stan. Yeah. I didn't realize that this guy plays like every father and pretty much in every late eighties, early nineties teen movie plays like the father. And he's also in, one of my favorite childhood Halloween specials in Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Check it out on Disney Plus. Scared the crap out of me. Will do. Fair. Then I got made fun of by my 10-year-old son going, you were scared of this? Dude, I was like four. <laughs> you were scared of this? Yup. <laughs> Mr. Boogity. I sure was. <laughs> so they're all back in dairy. Like we mentioned, the balloons. He gets them at the Chinese restaurant. That's the other cool part, too, was with the Chinese restaurant, and they're all shocked. Yeah. When the fortune cookies were coming alive, and then the 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 waitress was like, is there a problem? And they're like, uh, no, everything's no. good. But yet they're watching these fortune cookies just walk all over the place. Right. My uh, My issue with their meeting scene is like, like Bev comes in last, like hugs everybody, whatever, and then just straight up makes out with Bill for like ten seconds. Like, oh, that's that's a thing, apparently. Yeah, that probably put well, that was a whole thing in there. Remember yeah, no, there was obviously that like tension, maybe not tension, but like that little like um interest when they were kids and all that, but still. What pissed me off is she did that, yet she knew Ben wrote her that poem the whole entire time. Yeah. Like that's like, just stupid. Yeah, like if you knew Ben did it, why are you making out with Bill? Right, like what the hell? Like screw Bill. Maybe your father was right. Right, <laughs> screw Bill. Bill yeah. got Georgie killed. I, I swear, Bill got Georgie killed. Oh, I do. You blame Ooh, Bill. I'm, for I'm raining. 
Absolutely, I blame I blame Bill. He could have been like, oh, no, Georgie, it's freaking raining. Don't go outside. That's or funny. how about my brother's six years old? He probably should, needs to be supervised. Yeah, this is like, what, 1950, 1960? Yeah, 1950. Well, it wasn't cool until like 1995, okay? You're right. You're not wrong. But still, like, you think a kid that looks out for his brother like that, at least how much he portrays that he did. And nobody was staring out the window that day? Right? Not a single person. Nobody nobody in Derry, Maine likes thunderstorms, apparently. Nobody likes to look at them. But nobody, was, nobody was on the street driving. Nobody was coming home from work or, I like, grocery believe, shopping. I don't think you could blame Bill for Georgie's death. Oh, no, I blame Bill. Georgie should sure. have better. He blames himself. I know he does, but he can't. He shouldn't, though. That's not his problem. That wasn't his fault. <laughs> That's, That's not, not my fault. That's on Georgie. My brother died. That's not my fault. Well, you didn't have to make him the boat. I feel, <laughs> I feel that was Georgie's fault. It was for sure. It was Georgie. Come on, Georgie. My favorite thing. My favorite thing is he's talking to Pennywise on the sewer, and he goes, "My dad tells me I shouldn't talk to strangers or take yeah. anything from strangers." And then he's like, talking to him, trying to get his boat back. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, go away, Billy. Like you said, hey, Bill, this weird clown in the sewer guy has my has my boat. Can you make me another one? And maybe we should call the police. Yeah, easy, done. The whole movie. We don't need three yeah. hours of movie. We need thirty minutes. And then nobody knows about. Well, no, because then again, nobody knows about Pennywise, and he just goes back on his murderous ways of murdering children. Right. So, which, like which said, seemed nobody cared. Nobody cared about at that time when they no, were kids. Nobody cared. They go. Who was it? Um, uh, there's that scene where they said this little girl died, and Beverly goes, "Yeah, she was in my class." I think her name was Velma. Yeah, Velma, one of those two. She's like, "Yeah, she was in my class." Like that's all she says. She's not like, "Oh my God, she's gone." Like I remember gonna see. Like, yeah, she was in my class. Okay. Of course, she's gonna probably be in her class though, as long as she's the same age. Or what? Derry's not. Well, no, funny. what I'm saying is like they didn't. They didn't show that they cared. She goes, yeah, she was just in my class. She's dead. Okay. Maybe Next. Was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe Velma was a little, me- or a little uh, mean to her. Maybe. But still, like, like oh, this, this dude's dead. Great. <laughs> Got what she deserved. Yeah, absolutely. The adult stuff wasn't too bad, other than the bike thing. When Mike's like, I saw this bike at the pawn shop. And I figured you would, and I just had to have buy it. I have a tube repair kit in the in the shed. Well, how come you didn't do this before? Right. And I saw much- this, I saw this bike in a shop and I have a repair kit to do it. And all I am is a librarian. So I know I'm not busy all the time. So I didn't fix your bike. I figured you could do that. I figured I'd give you a gift, a broken gift, so you can fix it. You know what else I realized is how did he get all their phone numbers if they haven't talked to anybody in 30 years? I could see if they were not successful, but they're all like damn successful. Phone book, maybe? Yeah, but how do you know where they moved to? True. That's true, too. You haven't talked to anybody in 30 years. Yeah. But I didn't think about that. He's a librarian. He's got connections. 
but, yeah, but you know, I think I think it is the thing where they are successful. So like, they had he had an easy way to find their number. Okay, can you call when when we stop this recording today? Can you be like, I need to call Dave Chappelle because thirty years ago we killed the monster together, and now the monster is back. Can you reach Dave Chappelle? I don't think I can reach Dave Chappelle, but I think I could reach his team that does his promotions and deals and crap for him. I'm sure there's an email that I'll have to do is be like, all right, at Dave Chappelle show.com slash marketing or some bull crap. What are they going to be like? like, I'm Jack Telepka. Hi, I'm Mike Hanlon. It's back. It's back. Can you remember your promise, Dave Chappelle? No, this celebrity or successful person. It's back. And they were going to be like, what the hell? Who, who's this guy? Like well, right now. Different. I think it'd be different if I knew that. Like if I was friends with Dave Chappelle, if we killed a clown together. F-A-O Dave Chappelle, like dog. We got to do it again. I think it'd be all right. It's kind of like a challenge in a way, if you think about it. Like if somebody was like, who is called the most famous person you know that you can get through to? And I know, you, I know you could, you, you probably have a way easier time yeah. your second profession, you know, being a professional wrestler or first profession, uh, whichever. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, call up somebody famous that somebody would actually know me. I'd be like, it would probably be you or Matt. <laughs> hey guys, me or Matt. Boom. Those are, those are my top two famous people. That's fair. So I'll take it where I can get it. I'll take the credit where I get it. <laughs> but I got to call you up after 30 years and be like, Jack, remember, we never finished recording that podcast. Check that podcast. It's back. It's back. Came up on my files. Like, we got to finish that. We got to finish it from 30 years ago. I had That'd to be awesome. You promised. <laughs> we, we stopped recording. You promised you'd finish it. <laughs> I had to go on Amazon and find some crazy cord that connects to the new <laughs> <laughs> wacky usb 90 cord to my usb z yeah usb z to my computer but don't worry jack we're gonna finish it we're like, gonna finish that you'd be like dude we're gonna finish the podcast that should never be finished <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start a podcast called that the podcast that never should have been or something like that there, that would be perfect right yeah and it's just me talking about absolutely nothing just no freaking <laughs> No I'm, subject. You could just bring up little things and be like, I watched a movie. I watched a movie the other day and it was so stupid. <laughs> It'll just be me ranting. It's like the grind your gears episode of Family Guy, but it's just me ranting about what I did that day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you get a couple of listeners, some listeners on that one. I would hope so. Relatable content. So that's the store today. <laughs> so, uh, they're going as an adult. I, I watched it and this is like three hours long, but yet right. the, plot, the plot is so simple. Uh, I'll get into more about that, but then they get into it. They finally go back into the sewer. They're looking for it. They kind of figure out what it is, but nobody ever really tells you. And that's what I think the most frustrating part about this movie is for me, but I'll get at that at the end. They find it. It's like the spider thing. Uh, they get attracted into the deadlights. I might get stabbed by Bauer, but that's, I don't think that's like huge, but when they kill it, it's not like a normally like stab. 
Like yeah. They go psycho on it. Like they literally rip it apart, like bare hands digging in there. Like they want to make sure it doesn't do it again. But would you do that? Probably not. I'd be like, all right, guys, pretty sure it's gone. We don't need to beat a dead horse here. Like it was. And again, maybe they thought it was gone 30 years ago. And now that it's back, they're like pissed off. Yeah. And they rip out the, the heart of it. I don't know how yeah. that was the heart, but being in that's his- the heart. Are you sure? I I know a big spider heart when I see one. Damn it! <laughs> and then the, they all Eddie dies. Unfortunately, Eddie dies. His little battery acid trick does not work again. And they all kind of go their separate ways. Uh, Beverly and Ben finally get together. You know, everybody's doing really good once again now that Derry is is there. And then Bill is set to leave, and his girlfriend that got kidnapped, I forgot about that. She got kidnapped at the gas station going to see him by Pennywise. Yeah. It never says she got ki- gets kidnapped. Oh, no, he deadlights it, right? Yeah, he deadlights it. Her, yeah. And then she's still kind of like comatose, but then he takes her on a bike ride at the end of the movie on Silver. Matt miraculously wakes her up. I, the best bike. I, I need to go for a bike ride on that thing. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I can wake up on a bike ride. <laughs> that is how the movie. What kind of plot is that? Like, that's just so bad, like, of a finish. It's like, oh, you're, uh, you're kind of in a coma. Let's go ride this bike real quick. You'll, you'll, you'll heal right up. I'd be like, ah, uh, no, you take me to a doctor or like the hospital. I don't want to go for a bike ride right now. You know what I just saw? <laughs> saw some crazy interdimensional beam. I saw some bull crap. I'm not going for a goddamn bike ride. I'm going to stay in the house. Awesome deadlines. Right. It happened at a gas station. What, we're going we're gonna to bike past the gas station? I'm not I doing would, that crap. How would you even get gas again? Would you be like, ah. <laughs> right. Because like back then it was. 1980 would i mean when they were adults it was placed in so like a lot of gas stations were uh it wasn't weren't self-serve it was 1990 well no the movie was 1990 but yeah. wasn't it set in 1950 and then 30 oh. years ago would be 30 years later be 1980 it was set in 1960 set in 1960. I, I thought it was 1950 no it was 1960 it seems like 1950 yeah that's my bad 30 years is 1990 yeah my bad i just thought i thought it was 50 to 80 but either it's way got, it's got a 50 it's turn of the turn of the decade kind of so yeah they'll have that 50. But like a lot of gas stations were still self or um employee serve yeah so like i'd be like no like i'll, I'll get I'll, I'll do the gas myself it's fine like go away i just know this movie when i saw it was i was like same thing you thought i was like it's three hours but yet by the time i got done watching it it didn't feel like three hours no because like you said the plot was so simple it's just like clown killed it it's back go kill it again like that got it i got i got the idea of it yeah and it was it was it's fast-paced because you figure it was exactly like what the remake was about an hour and a half for 1960 about an hour and a half for 1990 i think the remake's like two hours for both of them yeah the remake was nice because it does more of like the kids stuff it's all the kids stuff first in the first one and then it chapter two of the remake is them older I prefer this one over the remake. I do too, but I'm saying like 
yeah flow wise it and like background wise it makes it easier to watch what happens as a kid like fully instead of just like flashing back i just can't believe like when i saw it too i was like this thing is three hours and then i sat yeah and i watched it i kind of broke it up i'm not gonna lie i cheated a little yeah i broke it up too i did it like an hour and a half one day and then finished it up the next yeah i did like an hour and a half and then i did like 45 minutes and then like 30 minutes and then like the remainder whatever so let's get into the rating system here sure uh we got burn the film horrible movie not suitable for for human or any living things eyes one and done good movie but would not watch it again rewatch would watch the movie again if bored favorite would watch it even if we're on cable tv which it was originally so that's what makes this interesting so how do you feel about it 1990 i love this movie i would absolutely watch it again 100 i would go out of my way to watch it again three hours if i have the time like if i could set aside three hours of my life to be like all right this is what i'm doing today i would absolutely do that this this movie is fantastic i feel the same way as a kid i would be like no i'm not gonna watch this but as Halloween season comes upon you, I think it's even not even Halloween, just something to watch, something with a good story. Uh, yeah, I felt good pacing. That's why I didn't feel like it was three hours. Uh, characters that could be relatable and everything else. I gotta say, it gets the favorite rating definitely for me. Yeah, just because Tim Curry just I feel nails it in every aspect. Dude, Tim Curry was so good in this movie. It's crazy. And I think most actors, you could say carry a film, but this man literally, I want to say carries it, but every little part of it, you cannot wait to see what Tim Curry is going to do as Pennywise. Yeah. That's how I feel. There's parts where it's like, all right, like, let's get the clown back going. Let's see what's going on. Or the way that they just pop things up with him. Like he just pops up and you're like, oh, oh my goodness. This is a, this is like a, Pennywise moment it reminds you of like I just got done watching Nightmare on Elm Street so I'm going to probably relate a lot to the Nightmare on Elm Street with the dreams dream sequences like you don't yeah they're dreaming but then all of a sudden you're like oh crap this is a dream so it's kind of like that with I feel it Pennywise absolutely so who would you who would you play I'd play Pennywise for you sure play Pennywise I think you would I was make- at Fire World yesterday and I was a clown yesterday and a little different, obviously, yeah. significantly different, actually. But I would definitely play Pennywise for sure. I don't think I'd play Pennywise. No? I, think I, I think I would want to play adult Richie. Okay, that's fine. I think I, think I would want to play adult Richie only because of the whole comedic, comedic aspect of it. And he seems like he wants to be there, but then he's one of the guys that were like, oh, it was really great seeing you guys, but I'm catching a flight out tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow, 6 a.m. Yeah, Peace like, out. He's, he's, you could tell he's scared, but he's trying not to show it. Not yeah. Stand where he just commits suicide because he's like, I'm not facing this thing again. I'd rather die. And that's, I definitely would take adult Richie, the good old Harry Anderson part. I For sure. Was- My thing back to Stan real quick is like, just don't go. <laughs> like, you don't have to commit suicide. Just don't go. Like, you know, you're only going to see this clown if you go. If you just don't go. 
Yeah, I mean, you look kind of like an asshole, but like, you haven't talked to these guys in 30 years anyway. Who the hell cares? You have your you have your wife. You got, I mean, whatever job he was doing, I don't know if they mentioned his career or not, stands, but that, like, you don't need to do this. <laughs> you could have got a beer in the bathtub, but. Right, you could have gotten a beer in the bathtub, but no. Now you'll never be, be able to enjoy that life's necessity. That's that, that. I think that's my biggest takeaway. This movie is the wife bringing him the beer in the bathtub. <laughs> What's your favorite part? In, what was your favorite part in the movie? It when uh, Stan's wife brings him a beer when he's taking a bath. <laughs> Absolutely. That was it. Yup. That best that, part. That, best part of the movie. I cheered. I clapped. I cried. I went through a Tears, whole ball. A lot of stuff was coming out of my eyes. <laughs> whole I was ball drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking a beer. I said, that's so I was amazing. hoping somebody would bring me a beer next time I was on the top. Just chilling out. That probably honestly is my favorite part. But thank you for coming on again. Oh, of course. Anytime. And doing this. Uh, I think. Isn't it Marley's turn? Yeah, but I think I might pull a movie. I think I might pull creative control on her. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Cause I think we got, we got Thanksgiving next month. We do. We absolutely do. And there is a wonderful Thanksgiving movie that not too many people, you know, I don't think talk about, but it has, it has everything you need in a great movie, especially Thanksgiving as well. Well, the guy's more or less trying to get home for Thanksgiving. And that is, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. I'm not. Starring John Candy and Steve Martin. All right. I don't think I've seen it. Yes. I think. All right. I think this would be a great movie to watch, especially considering we're in this holiday season. So the season I'm thinking it's it's eating season. Yes. Well, no, it's spooky season. Then it's eating season. Then it's eating season. And then it's opening gift season. And then it's, yeah. oh, crap, I got to pay off my credit card debt season. Yeah. And then it's, oh, crap, I got to do this all again this year season. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh. But thank you for coming on once again and doing Always. this movie, uh, movie review. Uh, you want to plug? Oh, well, by the time this comes out, Fright World's going to be done. So Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, go for our world. Come see us next. Wait, no, we have we got one last weekend because you you're releasing this what on Halloween? On Halloween. All right, yeah, we got one last weekend. This weekend coming up since we'll be released on Halloween. That's what November. Oh shoot, what is it? November fifth and sixth. It's lights out. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So come through all five attractions. I'm in Grindhouse. If you find me, um, no lights are on. You just get a glow stick for your party, and one glow stick. You- one glow stick per house, but you have to give it back at the end of the house so you don't get it throughout the whole thing. Um, and yeah, good luck in your getting your way out. Nice. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't even know the way out of half the houses. I have no <laughs> idea. Like I was I was in the I was in the clown house yesterday uh-huh. and I was sitting there, I'm like, I don't know this house at all. Like I don't know where they come from, where they go. So my boss was like, all right, let me show you. I'm like, all right, now I know. But like originally I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, it was great. But go see Jack. He's gonna be in the grind house at Freight Frost, Darien Lake, right? Nope, Freight World. Freight, Freight World, World America Street Park. It's on Hurdle Avenue in Buffalo. 
I don't know why I thought Darien Lake. Probably because they do Fright Fast, or they used to. Fright Fast, Fright World, yeah. No, they still do. They're still up. I'm getting into that stage in my life where I've got, like, the dad memory where I can't say kids' names. <laughs> right. Settling in too much. But no thanks, every- thanks, everybody, for listening and remember to catch a new episodes of let's talk with no politics okay every sunday on the bicbp radio network apple podcast spotify google podcast and also bonus episodes every friday 7 p.m eastern on the helium radio network and go check out the facebook page and the youtube channel for let's talk with no politics okay and with that being said good morning good afternoon and good night.